Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Hey legends, uh, no footy on this afternoon, so we're going to dive into an Instagram live. Just let it fill up a little bit more. Start sending through your questions, guys. We can start diving into some gear. As we said, no footy this afternoon, so uh, desperate for anything to do. Bulldogs Kennel, welcome, mate. Everyone got a bear with them? Yeah, your cowards, where are your bears? I uh, went to spell beer on the post and spelled bear. Some of my best work there. Missed the footy already. Joel, I'm with you, brother. It is a tough knock at the moment without it. Maxi, welcome on, mate. What do we got, guys? Send some questions through. When South's on, Dean, I'm not sure, mate. Uh, it's all a bit up in the air at the moment, isn't it? I'm probably not the best person to go to, but I reckon there's a good chance we see it kick off tomorrow. Connor, welcome on, mate. How are you? Sucks no footy. Yeah, mate, it's grim. Pierce to the dogs, mate. I reckon Mitchell Pierce would be a great signing uh, for a couple of teams just quietly. I think that there's a number of teams that could really do with a seven like him, I think Cronulla, Canterbury, um, there's a few clubs that could definitely do with a Mitchell Pierce. So I think he should be looking around, no doubt about it. Gus Gould's influence on the Bulldogs. Yeah, mate, I think he's going to be really good for Canterbury. I think you've already seen over the last three weeks, they've improved out of sight. Um, and I think that uh, him putting that statement out saying, if you want to play for us next year, show me that you want to. I think it's unreal by him. Uh, hopefully we see the best out of Kyle Flanning, and I really don't want to see him go to England. It might be the best thing for him uh, long term, but I, I still think he can turn it around over here, to be honest with you. So hopefully uh, that kick up the ass by Gus sees some of Flano's best footy again. LOL Bears, yeah, not my best work. Jai Collins, how are you, mate? Thoughts on the Storm? Yeah, I will, uh, I'll be taking the Storm to win this competition. We've had them since day one, um, and I think the longer this competition goes, uh, the better they get, to be honest with you. I'll tell you what, though, if we do have a delay for a couple of weeks uh, in the NRL, geez, doesn't it help the Penrith Panthers getting a couple of troops back? It'll also help the Storm, of course, getting a fair whack of troops back as well. But, uh, yeah, for Penrith, uh, mate, a break right now is desperately what they needed. Uh, Green Machine Pond, first try scorer tonight. I'll take the Bear, mate, for first try. Uh, G'day, Guru. Is the Knights day game off? Yeah, mate, all games are off today. Officially, all games are off, so we'll have to wait till uh, tomorrow to get some footy, which is a real kick in the dick, isn't it? Uh, you reckon there's a chance Pierce or Campbell Graham get a run now? Yeah, quite possibly, mate. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the squads now. I mean, if this gets extended a couple of days... I think Campbell Graham's out with HIA. I could be wrong, but obviously with those extra few days, it could mean that some guys could come in, which, I mean, super coach-wise and everything, it's going to cause absolute chaos. Uh, obviously, your HIAs, you can come back after a certain amount of days if you pass protocols. They might pass protocols on Tuesday when these games are played, so a really interesting one to think about. Do you think? Do you reckon Penrith are happy to postpone the game tonight? Yeah, I, I don't think they'll be happy to postpone the game tonight, but I think in general, if I'm Ivan Cleary, I'm fucking stoked that these games have been pushed back. It's great timing for them. Jamin Powell, how are you, brother? Good to see you. Guess I'm watching the Olympics. Yeah, I mean, that's the one silver lining. Uh, if you can't watch footy, at least you got the Olympics on. Uh, I, I haven't watched a heap, to be honest with you, so I'll have to get stuck into it. Will they be moving games further up north? Leslie, I'm not sure, to be honest with you, mate. Uh, probably not the person to ask for this, but keep an eye on the NRL. I think they're still trying to work it out themselves as we go. Good win for the Broncos last night. Yeah, sensational win for the Broncos last night, mate. Uh, shock me. 
Give the ball to uh, Tony Staggs and see what happens. Unbelievable. Such a good footballer. So good to see him finally getting some ball. It's been killing me the last few weeks how they just drop off to that second row or swing back to the left. That right side is lethal. Would you rather watch the games tomorrow or part of them tomorrow and Monday? Um, yeah, tough one. To be honest with you, mate, I've been in isolation for 14 days now, so I come out tomorrow. So if there happens to be football from 11 a.m. till 8 p.m., I'll happily not leave the house again. So really interesting timing for me. As long as the footy's on, I'm happy to watch it whenever. How do you see the Chooks going come finals time? Uh, I don't think they'll go out in the first week. I think you'll see them for two or three weeks, but I don't think they can win the Premier unfortunately, mate. Just got too many injuries. It's too tough. Rodder, how are you, brother? Good to see ya. Don't know what to do. Might have to talk to the missus. Oh, talking to the missus. No, thank you. Miss me with that. Uh, Joey Mandu, the Warriors. Yeah, apparently... It uh, looks like the Roosters are going to be able to keep him, which is massive news. Um, if they do, it's huge. If the Warriors get him, though, I think it'll be unreal. My question to you guys, if the Warriors were to sign Joey Manu, where do you play him? You've obviously got Sean Johnson arriving. Uh, you've got Chanel Harris-Tavita there. You've got Reese Walsh. Where do they fit him in? Does he play fullback? Does he play 5-8? Uh, afternoon, Guru. Rugby League coach, g'day, mate. Good to see you, mate. Hope everything's doing well up there. Do you think the NRL stops for a few weeks if it could help power chance in the finals? I think even a few weeks off uh, won't help Parramatta. Next one is Mitch White, 83. Welcome on, brother. Paris season's over. I, I, I mean, you wouldn't say season over. Do I think they can win the comp? No, I don't. Personally, I think they'll finish six. Their run on the way home is unbelievably tough. Uh, very difficult. You've obviously got... Uh, the Roosters and the Manly Seagulls, they're doing well at the moment, so I think they will overtake Parramatta. I think you'll see the Eels finish six, which means that week one of finals, they'll play seventh. And if I had to put my money on someone finishing seventh, I think it would be the Canberra Raiders. So uh, not looking good for the Parramatta Eels. If they play Canberra in week one, I think they've found some real form recently, so that would be a really tough gig for them. Are people forgetting how good a fully fit Penrith team is? Yeah, I think they are a little bit, mate. Um, I think that... They are a squad that looks a little bit tired at the moment. They're obviously missing a number of troops, but, I mean, mate, on the other side of the coin, we haven't seen a fully fit Melbourne Storm team either. Uh, we've seen probably a three-quarter fit Melbourne Storm team, and, I mean, they're, they're absolutely flying. So I think Penrith are uh, I think Penrith are being underestimated, but I still think, still think the Melbourne Storm are being underestimated too, to be honest with you. Most underrated half. Uh, most underrated half. Tough one. Uh, for me, the guy that I've always really liked, and you know what, he hasn't been outstanding this year, but I still think moving forward he's going to be a superstar is Dylan Brown. He's found form over the last two weeks or so, but I'm a huge fan of Dylan Brown. I think he's one of the more underrated ones. I'm a big fan of him. Another one, he, he was meant to play half today or tomorrow, whenever that game was meant to be, is Connor Tracy. He's a guy that is really strong in the halves. I'm a big fan of him. He's been playing out in the centers, out in the wing as well, so it'll be good to see him get an opportunity. I wouldn't be shocked in the slightest uh, to see him taking over next year in the halves. Suggested NRL classics to watch. Uh, mate, I was watching the Ricky Stewart doco during the week. That was unreal. If you can get any footage of that 1990 kangaroo tour, I reckon that'll be unreal to watch. Uh, the 89 grand final has to be up there. Some of the grand finals I love. Obviously, 2015 was unreal. 97. Um, that period of the Roosters there, 03 and 04, they were two cracking grand finals. The 04 grand final isn't a great game, but, geez, the narrative is just unreal. You'll enjoy that one. Kyle, where do we get a guru hat? All sold out, mate. We had our first edition come out a couple of months ago. They they went pretty quickly. So we haven't got any of these left. We have got a new range of merchandise coming out at the end of the season. It's going to be super coach related. So uh, you can let the bastards in your comp that lose uh, know that they suck by buying one of these shirts. And if you're the winner, mate, let people know with one of the Guru shirts. They'll be coming out soon. So stay tuned for those. Uh, what did you think of Brisbane last night? Yeah, I thought they were unreal, Kieran. Very, very um, impressive performance. Uh, who's the cuddliest bear? You or George Rose? Ah, uh, Kyle, not the first time I've been called George Rose, brother. Believe me. Adam Cutherson's a common one as well. Uh, wear them all like a badge of honour, just quietly. Uh, I'm pleased the Warriors won. Yeah, the Warriors game, mate, that was unreal. Seeing them come back in that game was sensational. Mate, I, I thought they were done and dusted. Um, and, and at half time, I mean, it was the worst performance by the Tigers to be up 10-0. They should have been up 30-0, realistically. The Warriors team, mate, they are tenacious. They are just they just hang in and hang in and hang in. It's good to say. Good to see, sorry. If the Panthers play after August 1, can Pangai play? I'm not sure exactly, uh, Alex, the rules with Pangai's contract and whatsoever, but I think after August 1 is when he can play. So, I mean, you could see him for a little bit longer now, which is good to see. 
Reckon Branko Lee made a mistake leaving Storm, had the year of his career. I believe I'm doing one. Yeah, look, with Branko Lee, there's a bit more behind that that you don't know. He's actually got a young family up in Brisbane, uh, which I sat down for an hour and a half and did a podcast with him and didn't even realise myself. So there's a little bit more to Branko Lee's story than uh, simply signing a bigger contract somewhere else. I think that he's won a premiership now. He's played Origin. He's set himself up for the future. Uh, really exciting for Branko. I wish him all the best going to Brisbane. He's a really good bloke. Thoughts on you and Aiken's performance on left edge last night? Yeah, you and Aiken, he was unreal. I've got to say, same as last week when I saw Granville named at fullback, giggled to myself. Saw you and Aiken named in the second row, kind of giggled to myself, absolutely brained it. Uh, we had some Roycey Simmon vibes there when he scored off the uh, short dropout. That was unreal. A great try there. Top teams are always rewarded with six again. Yeah, I hear this all the time that, oh, the top teams get the six agains and the refs are by. I mean, it's because they win the ruck. Yeah, if you're winning the ruck, you get the six agains. If you're not winning the ruck, you don't get the six agains. It's it's as simple as that. These rules, they benefit the teams that know how to play rugby league. Shock me. The teams that know how to play rugby league are up the top of the ladder and putting scores on people. Yeah, the better teams, they get six agains because they're better at rugby league. That's how it works. Tends to be the better teams score more tries too. That's how rugby league works. Um, can you wish my best mate uh, tonight? Yeah, happy birthday, brother. All the best. Watch any of the Olympic sevens. I didn't, to be honest with you, mate. Sort of missed a lot of the Olympics so far. Um, I've got to start to get into it. Cause, well, I will tonight because it's fuck all on, of course. Eels need Mitch Moses back ASAP. Yeah, they really do, mate. Eels desperately need uh, Mitch Moses back. Um, I still don't think it'll be enough for them to compete with these top four, now potentially five teams. Uh, but, yeah, they definitely need him back. Thoughts on Stefano and Sean Bloor. Put up a post about Stefano today. I thought his games over the last month have been unreal. Um, I actually spoke to him this morning. He, he sent me a message, and I like uh, to be honest with you, I thought that Stefano a month ago, I didn't think he was ready for first grade the way he was playing. Over the last four weeks, he's gone to a new level. He's been so impressive, so credit to him. He's one of those guys, Stefano, I imagine he came through Mats, he came through SG Ball. He would have been the biggest guy on the field every time. Life would have come easy. So that transition of first grade was always going to take a little bit of time. I think he's done it incredibly quickly. Sean Bloor, he's another one. He's been hampered by injury. A really good back rower, tough as nails. Uh, we saw what he did last year, standing up to one of my favourite players in the comp, Nathan Brown. So, Sean Bloor is a true leader, and I know that the Tigers, uh, they hold him in really high regard over there. Egan or Nat Butcher, bright of future. Uh, I love both of the Butchers, mate. I think they're sensational. If I had to make a prediction, though, I think it'll be Egan, personally. Uh, you saw that video I put up of him this morning. If you haven't, go and have a look at him. I've been talking about him for about 18 months or so. He's going to be an unreal footballer. He's going to be a guy the Roosters are going to build around for some time. I know that a lot of Rabbitohs fans are filthy uh, that they let the Butcher boys go. Of course, their father, Blake, played for South Sydney. Uh, two Southeastern Seagulls juniors out of South Sydney. So, South Sydney, I think they'll be filthy. They missed out on these two boys. Who should the Eels sign next year? What are they missing? They're missing a winner, mate. I don't know who that is. I don't know how they get him, uh, but they are missing a winner. They're, they're in a really awkward spot, the Paramount Eels. They've got a gun squad. It's mad. It can't really be improved too much across, in, across the park. I mean, your key positions, yeah, there are better players in the comp, but the gap between the guys they've got and the better players in the comp, it's not huge. But just as a team, they just can't deliver on the big stages, in the big moments. I don't know what the answer is. People want to say sack Brad Arthur. I mean, you can sack Brad Arthur. I, I, I don't know who's going to come in and do a better job than him, to be perfectly honest with you. Parramatta, I'm not going to pretend like I'm smart enough or know enough to fix that. Where will Brandon Smith go to? I think he's going to stay in Melbourne for now, mate, which is massive for them. Obviously, uh, Craig Bellamy's re-signed for another five years, so that's huge. Um, I think he will stay there for a couple more years, but I think the Roosters are going to come in with a big play here. Obviously, they've got a lot of money in their cap, and I don't know. Brandon Smith at the Roosters just seems to fit to me. I, I think he'll play there at some point throughout his career. Obviously, got a couple of Melbourne Storm guys in the Roosters system as well. We're talking Cooper Cronk, Matty King. Uh, not that these guys played with Brandon Smith, but they have got that connection, and they're able to compare the Roosters culture to the Melbourne culture and probably sell it to Brandon Smith pretty well. Uh, obviously in Sydney too, I mean, you look at the portfolio and the sort of guy he is down in Melbourne, uh, off field, everyone loves him, you know, everyone's buying his togs, everyone's buying everything that you possibly can with the cheese. If he was to be in Sydney, fuck, game over, it'd be unreal for him. Um, do you see Parra winning in any of their last five games besides Cowboys? I reckon they'll probably pick up one win somewhere along the line, mate. The, the one thing about their really tough draw is that they play Penrith and the Melbourne Storm in the last two weeks. Now, if the minor premiership is wrapped up, you might see a couple of, of those guys rested. So there is the potential to complain to the hands of the Paramount Eels, but if they play full strength against those sides... I'm not sure if they beat any of these teams, including uh, except for the Cowboys, to be honest with you. Um, and, I mean, the hardest thing is that they're, they're essentially... If they're going to win this competition this year... I said this on the podcast the other day. They're going to have to play 
three, two and a half months straight of finals footy, essentially. It's going to be a very tough gig. It's going to take a lot out of the tank. They already look a little bit tired to me. Thoughts on Gutho's spray on Opechik? Uh, uh, mate, look, it happens on the field. The one that I didn't like is Gutho's spray uh, to the halfback, Arthur. Um, I think he called him a spastic. I'm not a huge fan of that, personally. Uh, but if you're going to put microphones on the field, you're going to have to deal with this shit, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't look too far into it. I don't like the word that he used uh, towards Jacob Arthur. I think that's reasonably shit form, to be honest with you. Uh, but the other stuff, I don't know. It's a tough one. I um, mean, you, you, you can argue this all day and not get an answer. I think playing Joey at six with Sean, Chanel 14, and Rocco Berry and Pompey. Okay. Yeah, right, okay. I think I'd have to have Chanel on the starting team. He's another underrated half that I really like, to be honest with you. Reckon Barrett and Gus can turn the culture of Canterbury around, even with Luth Cannons, like TBJ and Vaughan. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, mate. They've signed a couple of interesting characters. I actually really like the Paul Vaughan signing, to be honest with you. Obviously, he's been a bit of a loose cannon for quite some time now, but... I mean, he's had his pants pulled down. He's been embarrassed. I'm looking forward to seeing him bounce back. I love when teams sign guys that they've got their backs against the wall because uh, they've got no choice to perform. It's a cut price deal, of course. If they can get him back to 70% of what he was, I mean, he was a kangaroo front rower, so that could be anything for them. Oh, I like the signing, to be honest with you. Where do you see the Knights finishing this year? Ah, uh, Tough with, with Newcastle, mate. I've got no idea how to get a read on them. I'm, I'm just getting the ladder up now to see where they're placed. I think they're... 10th or something. Yeah, they're 11th at the moment. Um, I think the Canberra Raiders, I think they'll make the final eight. I think the Dragons will drop out. I think it'll be uh, the Sharks without Sean Johnson might drop out too. Uh, So I I think it'll be two of the Raiders, the Titans, the Knights, or the Sharks that'll finish in the top eight. Uh, I think all are filling spaces though, realistically, mate. Um... Up the Roosters think they win the competition. No, I don't, mate. I don't think they will. Warriors had RTS. The problem with them isn't a player or two. They seem to have issues with keeping their mind on the job. They have, yeah. Uh, yeah, and look, mate, I think that they've kept their mind on the job incredibly well over the last few months. I mean, no other team has had to deal with what Warriors have had to deal with. I kind of think we're a little bit harsh on them at times, to be honest with you. Uh, Brad Clyde or Brad Fittler is the greatest 13 of all time. Fuck, that's a question. Bradley Clyde or Brad Fittler, greatest 13. <sighs> Tough, mate. Um, I think if, as far as their careers went, just out and out, lock forward, has to be Bradley Clyde. If I had to pick my dream team, I'd probably have Clyde in the back row and i have Freddie wearing jersey 13. I think Freddie's the most complete footballer I've ever seen. I think he's an unreal talent. So I'd probably have Freddie, mate. But to be honest with you, I probably am a little bit biased. I did see more of Fitler's career than I saw of Bradley Clyde's, to be honest with you. So tough one. So the Warriors is an interesting proposition. Dare I say it fit in perfectly at centre for them. Walsh, Harris, Aveda, Johnson already at the club. I think Manu would be unreal, mate. The more New Zealand players we have um, at the Warriors, I think the better. Disgusting comments from Paul Kent on RTS. Uh, why do NRLs 360 still have him on? Because you're talking about it, brother. The more you talk about it, the more he wins, yeah? That's just the reality of it. Um, why you still make public comments closed? Well, yeah, mate, for sure. We'll still make as much content as we ever have. We'll find stuff to talk about. You send us a message, what you want to hear me talk about, and I'll dive into it, mate. We've got uh, deep, deep knowledge of all the history of the game that we'll dive into, predictions, everything. Go through the club so far, mate. There's no excuse. Uh, just because footy's not on doesn't mean we won't have content. Every day we'll still have it. We've got dream teams coming as well. Isaac John from YKTR Ice, he jumped on, gave his dream team the other day. Tuesday, we're going to have Jamie Soward on his team. Is an absolute cracker. Really looking forward to bringing that to you. He picks Billy Slater at fullback, a little teaser, and he talks about when he was playing, the amount of video they had to do when playing Billy Slater. Obviously, Slater's probably the best defensive fullback of all time. Definitely when Jamie Sowell was playing, he was the best defensive fullback. And Jamie Sowell probably had the best kicking game when he was at his peak. And he said that even even then, he would just struggle so much to be able to hit the ground with a kick against Billy Slater. It's a really interesting chat. I know you look forward to that one, so stay tuned. Um, you and Aiken on the edge is lit. Yeah, mate, he was he was gun A. Uh, ben, hey, Gurren, what's your predicted bottom four next year? Uh, mate, I don't know off the top of my head. I think that I think there's a good chance Tigers could be there. I think the Cowboys could still be there realistically. I think Brisbane probably shouldn't be. Canterbury might be. I overhyped them this year, so um, God knows. But, it, it, mate, it's hard to make a call, to be honest with you. I haven't done much, put much thought into it. Let's get uh, Let's get this case done first. If there is a drop in cases this week in Queensland, once again, not the guy to ask about that, to be honest with you, brother. Sorry. Do you think Kirk Cable made a mistake leaving the Panthers? Uh, I don't know, mate. I mean, on the surface, yeah, but there's a lot more that goes into all this realistically. Uh, why is the AFL still on, brother? I'm watching it now. Yeah, I think the AFL, I think they're playing in country Victoria, so uh, completely different kettle of fish there realistically. 
<coughs> Will the games go ahead tomorrow? I hope so, mate. Uh, but hard to get a read on. Not really sure what's going to happen there. I'm not inside the NRL. Stefano is too good. Yeah, mate. Stefano's been unreal uh, the last few weeks. We dropped a post on him this morning. Go and have a read of that. We are big, big fans. Ray Price or Artie Beetson? Uh, mate, I'm a fiend for a uh, ball playing forward. So Artie Beetson for me every day of the week. Uh, had the opportunity to watch him a couple of times at the stadium play squash, which, um, fuck, he was good at rugby league, but you should have seen him play squash. Unbelievable. Uh, great to see YKTR bloke in a bar. NRL roast and rugby league group. pump out content for NRL fans. Yeah, I, I, I know that all those blokes, they won't stop any of their content because footy's off. I'll be exactly the same. So uh, brace yourself. Will the, Duga, will the Dragons win the comp every year for the next 10 years? Possibly, Curtis. Best of luck, brother. Um, Para just need one more X Factor like Zach Lomax. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's an X Factor they're missing, to be honest with you. I think it's a, one more reliable, consistent head that you can rely on in the big moments, to be honest with you. Hey, bro, stoked you love the Radley design. Yeah, guys, uh, blonde.psd, B-L-O-N-D.psd. Maybe an edit the other day of Victor Radley, one of my favourites, as I said, ball playing uh, lock forward. Huge fan of him, so uh, that was unreal. Um, controversial Nathan Brown. Oh, shit, what have I done here? Sorry, guys. Uh, controversial. What have we got? Okay, guys, sorry, I just lost all my questions for a second there. So send them back through, and then I can get into those again. Um, mate, I'm going to open some footy cards for you guys. Got a couple of packs. I'm going to stay on here for an hour or so. So come and go if you want. Thought I'd open some footy cards, see who we get, and then we can talk about those players as well. Then we'll get back into some questions. So hold off on your questions now. We'll go through some of these, see how we go. Now, this pack is from... 2017, so only a few years ago. Let's have a look what we've got. We've got Darius Boyd from the Brisbane Broncos. We've got Gareth Witter, St. George Illawarra Dragons. If you've got any memories of these guys, mate, drop them in the comments and I'll talk about some of them. Uh, Ignatius Parsi there from the Gold Coast Titans. Corbin Sims back in his Newcastle Knights days. Pretty cool card here. We've got a star tunes of Blake Austin. Nice little card there. Any memories of Blake Austin, send them in. Another Gareth Witter card there. Jarvid Bowen, he's really kicked on. Crazy to think he had a footy card in 2017. It doesn't feel like he's been around for that long. Uh, we've got Aiden Tolman, Canterbury Bulldogs, been to a couple of clubs, Aiden Tolman. Uh, Mitch Moses, little flashback in his West Tigers gear. And we've also got Dale Finucane in his Melbourne Storm gear. Obviously just signed with the Cronulla Sharks. Exciting times there. Probably the uh, the pick of the deck there was probably your uh, your Blake Austin card there. Those ones are pretty cool, those Startoon cards. They're always pretty sweet. They also go the other way as well, as so you can see the six on his back. Pretty nice cards there, those Startoons. They're awesome. Always like getting in some footy cards, guys. Austin, worst goatee in NRL history. Oh, mate, it wasn't a pretty goatee, was it, even on that card? Doesn't look great. Unreal footballer, though, Blake Austin. Big fan of him. A really good bloke in the community as well. I think there was a story about him. Uh, he was driving to one of his Canberra Raiders games, and he saw some fans sitting in the cold waiting for a bus, and he threw them in the back of his car and drove them there. So, unreal from Blake Austin. Really good guy. Doing good things over there in England as well. Playing some really good footy. Thoughts on Burton and Flano in the halves next year for the Doggies? Uh, yeah, I don't mind it, to be honest with you, mate. Um, I, I, I'm more worried about where Avarillo plays. I think he has to have a spot in this team somewhere. I'm just not sure where it's going to be, uh, but I'd be making him a priority to get him in. I remember Parsi scoring a try like we see Bunty Afaro do for the Warriors and it just showed me how much potential he had. Sadie never showed it. Yeah, he never quite kicked on, did he? Uh, always showed a heap of potential, uh, as you said. Who is it? Uh, the Doghouse 1935. Canterbury Bulldogs fans, go and check out the Doghouse 1935. Really top shelf Canterbury page where I get most of my Bulldogs gear from. But yeah, Parsi, really good footballer. Just never quite kicked on. When Blake Austin scored three tries in 15 minutes, I, I think he did that in a uh, city-country game as well. I remember watching that. I've always been a huge fan of Blake Austin, so always followed his career pretty closely. Controversial. Here we go. While Radley, the best bo overall ball playing lock, Nathan Brown has the best short passing game uh, to forward. Radley is a gun in shape and set plays. Yeah, mate, I probably wouldn't push back on that. Oh, I think Radley is better, but Nathan Brown, his short passing game is unreal. It's improved out of sight over the last 18 months. Uh, Nathan Brown, no doubt about it, also one of my favorites. I pick him in my Supercoach team just about every year. Thank God this year he hasn't got injured, so I haven't had too many tantrums at him. It's been good. We have stuck around the NRL exceptional player. Yeah, mate. Gareth Widdop was an unreal footballer. Uh, I imagine over there in England he still is. He's probably doing good things. I'd love to see him come back to the NRL. He's also a guy that I think people forget. 
mate, whenever the Dragons were doing well, which as much as we bag them, I mean, the Dragons were in the top eight for a number of years. They were leading the NRL for a couple of years over the last five or six years. Mate, it was all off the back of Gareth Widdop. Used to take him out of that Dragon side, and they completely shit the bed. Uh, Tessie New to the Bunnies. I think that would be a great signing, Tessie New. A uh, really talented footballer. The Whisperer, I can chewed my ear off all year about this Tessie New. I feel a bit sorry for him to start his career. People called him the next Darren Lockyer. I don't see the similarities to Lockyer in any way, shape, or form. I think that was really unfair on him. Uh, but he has got some ability, and it's it's strange that um, he's been out keeping him. Very odd. How much confidence do you get from those baby blues? Not enough, brother. Not enough. Assuming St. George plan on pairing Ben Hunt with one of their youngsters, who would be your choice, O'Sullivan or Amoni? Mate, I haven't seen enough of Amoni, but I've heard really good things, especially from guys that have played SG ball against him and stuff. But I like Bud Sullivan. I think he's got a bit of X factor. I've always been a fan of him. Flano should follow in dad's footsteps and play hooker. Yeah, maybe, mate. I mean, people say he can't tackle. That's complete and utter bullshit. Um, the guy was making 27 tackles a game and uh, and missing three, and people saying he couldn't couldn't make tackles. Um, what do you think of the games getting postponed? Yeah, just the reality of the situation. Uh, I'm no health expert or going to pretend to be like so many people are at the, at the moment, which is unreal. Uh, it is what it is, guys. See what happens. Aiden Tolman doesn't get the praise he deserves. Absolute workhorse. Yeah, mate, Aiden Tolman for a long time as well. I think people forget that he started in Melbourne, uh, played for so many years at Canterbury. He's gone to Cronulla now. He's been, there, he's been their best middle once again. He's an unreal player, Aiden Tolman. I think uh, front rowers like yourself, brother, they definitely respect a guy like Aiden Tolman more than most. Uh, do you reckon Dufty is that good, my mate? No, dogs fans, and we disagree. Yeah, I, I'm. I've never been overly convinced on Dufty, mate. But the amount of times I've sort of said negative things about him, and he's come out and he's absolutely brained it the weekend after. Uh, he's one of those guys. He's good, but you're not going to win a comp with him. Yeah, and I, and you know that that's harsh, but I think it's the reality of Matt Dufty. Um, you could do so much worse, though. So much worse. Bold but agreeable. The Bronx have the best center and front row in the game. Um, I would back it on the front row call. You could definitely argue that. Senna, I want to see Katoni play uh, a bit more footy, but he definitely has got the potential to be, no doubt about it. RTS at the Roosters or Warriors. Uh, for me, I think I'll always remember him as a Warrior, mate. Did some unbelievable things at the Roosters, uh, but I think RTS is a Warrior. It's, it's just fitting. I loved him when they, you know, the, the, those kits that they've got nowadays are sort of that aqua green and the deep dark blue. Uh, he looks so fitting in those. It's unreal. Brett Kenny, the most fluid six of all time. Yeah, McCall, I reckon that's a fair shout, mate. Uh, unbelievable player, Brett Kenny, the natural. Huge fan of him. A guy I would give my right arm to have on the podcast. One of my favorites of all time. Jamie Soward actually picked him, I think it was Jamie Soward, picked him in his dream team. So we have a really good chat about Brett Kenny. Uh, that'll drop on Tuesday on the podcast. You'll really enjoy that one. What else have we got? Who's is your Canterbury 7 in 2022? Probably Flano, to be honest with you, mate. I'd like to see Flano given another opportunity. I could be wrong, but I thought the comparison to Lockyer was more so about the talent he possesses rather than the similar abilities. Still doesn't make it any easier for Tessie, that's for sure. Yeah, fair shout, Connor. Doesn't make it any easier on him. It's really unfair to compare someone like that. Do you remember Leon Bott? I do remember Leon Bott, mate. Um, What year would that have been? Sort of like mid-2000s, burst onto the scene for the wing for the Brisbane Broncos. Last time I saw Leon Bott, he was playing rugby union at Coogee Oval, and he hit someone about 15 seconds before they got the ball. That's an exaggeration. The bomb went up, and he came through, and he absolutely cleaned someone up. And then about two seconds later, the ball hit the ground. I haven't seen Leon Bott since. I hope he's doing well, but fuck, he was good when he burst onto the scene. He was unreal. Thoughts on Jacob Arthur? Yeah, I think you should be a little bit persistent with Jake and Arthur. He can obviously play, guys. Um, It's funny how quickly we change our tune. I remember watching Jacob Arthur in his first game and thinking... Oh, he looks a little bit awkward, maybe a little bit too raw. He scored a try, though, whenever I messaged me and said, how good is this guy? Do we need Moses? All of a sudden, you lose Moses. Jacob Arthur comes in. I've got the same people messaging me saying how shitty he is and he should be sacked. He's very young. You know, he's coming to a system that's missing their seven. It's not easy to do, yeah. He's also coming to a system that they've never competed against the real top-tier teams realistically. Um, I mean, I don't know why we expected them to with Jacob Arthur at seven over Mitch Moses. Yeah, it's a tough gig. Uh, what have we got? Better winger, Growth Senior or Brett Morris? Jesus. Uh, very different players, but I'm probably biased, mate. I would go Brett Morris, but Eric Growth Senior, an unreal footballer. Um, that one try, I think it's against Newtown. He scores it where he must break about 35 tackles. It's just unreal. If I had to tackle one of them, I'd rather tackle Brett Morris. Uh, but if I had to pick a winner to be on my team, it would be Brett Morris as well, mate. Just too consistent for me. Why the Tigers so bad? Uh, mate, I, I can't explain why the Tigers are so bad. I, I you, you got to remember, this is an entire club 
built on dysfunction. Yeah, they're two clubs that didn't want to be together. They were forced to be together. They're in a really tough situation, Andrew. They always have been. I don't know what the answer is, uh, but I don't think Madge is the answer. But I also don't know who is the answer. The guys that are the answer are probably too smart to go there realistically. So tough situation that they are in. Do you think Para will ever win? Sorry, I lost it. Do you think Para will ever win a comp? If so, how long do you reckon it'll be? Yeah, Para will win a comp, mate, for sure. Um, I don't know when that'll be. That's That'd just be me throwing fish in a barrel. No idea. Have to remember, Jacob Arthur is parting a rookie half of Dylan Brown as well. As, yeah, for sure, guys. You've got to remember Dylan Brown. He's... I don't think Dylan Brown would have played 50 first-grade games off the top of my head. He's had a couple of injuries as well. So, uh, really tough gig for Jacob Arthur at the moment. I do feel for him. Obviously, the coach's son, which also makes it a little bit harder. I don't think people would be giving him as much shit if he wasn't the coach's son as well. It definitely plays a role. Will teams be able to add players back in if they recover for the games back? It's one thing I'm not sure about, mate. Hypothetically, you could, but I'm not sure how the NRL is going to handle this. They obviously don't have rules for this because uh, it's unprecedented, so we'll just have to wait and see what happens there. Do you think South Window will close this year? I personally do, mate. I think that South need to win this year, or I think they're sort of going to have to go into a bit of a rebuild. I don't think they'll be awful over the next few years. I don't think they can win the comp, though. Uh, we've seen that Anthony Milford signed there. I really like that punt, to be honest with you, for the money that they'll get him for. I think it's worthwhile. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think they can win a comp next year, realistically. South Sydney, who will play seven next year for Souths. Yeah, Cody Walker, apparently, mate. He said that if they sign Mil- – he said the other day if they sign Milford that he'll step up and take over that uh, controlling of the ruck play. But, yeah, I don't know. I-, I don't see Cody Walker playing his best football in the seven jersey, personally. He's never been that sort of footballer. But it's hard to doubt Cody Walker, mate. Such a good player. So see what happens. Andrew, what would you do with Nico Hines when Paps comes back to one center? No, I'd still bring him off the bench. I was talking to the rub down about this the other day. I'd play him for about the last 50 minutes of the game, and I'd sort of structure all of my attacking plays, which is mad for Melbourne because this is what they do best, where they go at 50%, which is the black dot, and then I would sort of play a shape with Munster and Pappenhausen out to the left, and then I would play Hughes, and I would play Nico Hines sort of out to the right. When you flood the middle... These four just go with it. That's how I would play if I was the Melbourne Storm. You'd obviously bring Harry Grant on as well. He would just be so damaging around there. If you had Brandon Smith on at the same time, this is perfect. He does his best work through the centre third. Um, I think there's a lot of scary shape that the Melbourne Storm can throw at teams this year. So that's how I would go about it. Mate, Broncos were seriously good last night. Big improvers next year. Yeah, look, I'm always hesitant to say, oh, this team's going to, you know, blow it away next year. They improved at the back end of the season. When the pressure's off you and there's no pressure on you to make the eight and it's a little bit irrelevant, teams do tend to play better. Uh, We saw the Titans win their last five games in a row last year. They were unreal. We've seen Canary do it on a number of occasions as well. So um, I'm a little bit hesitant to say teams are going to be really good based off their end-of-year form when they're out of contention. But definitely a big improvement from the Broncos the last few weeks, no doubt about it. He's going to set the standard and culture at the Dogs over the next few years. I think Luke Thompson and Gus, mate, I think feel good personally. Um, I think it's a massive signing. I really like the uh, the play by Canterbury. I think it's an unreal move bringing Gus into the system. He's been successful there before. He's just a leader of men too. And the other thing that Gus brings that I don't think enough people have spoken about, and this is why I love... Craig Bellamy, how he's going to be the general football manager in a few years' time, is that it's going to be Phil Gould making phone calls to players now saying, come to Canterbury. It's going to be Phil Gould sitting in lounge rooms with parents of future stars saying, come to Canterbury. It makes such a difference. I call them lounge room guys because they're going to sit down. They're going to have a cup of tea with parents. They're going to have a beer with fathers. They're going to convince quality players to come to their club. And I think that is so important in rugby league. You look at what the Titans have got. Mal Meninga, he's their lounge room guy at the moment. Yeah, you look at the Roosters. Depending on who the player is, if it's an outside back, now it'll be Brett Morris. If it's a if it's a ball player, it'll be Cooper Cronk. If it's a forward, it'll be Boyd Cordner now. If it's a hooker, it'll be Jake Friend. Like, these guys are really important in rugby league. The Melbourne Storm at the moment, they've got guys like Billy Slater that go and do it. Cam Smith, he'd probably make some calls for them if they needed to. These are the sort of guys you need to have in your system, in my opinion. Um, BA, yeah, yeah. I feel like one of the reasons Paris has fallen off is because we put Wonga Blake in the centres. Defensively, we haven't seen it since. So, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Wonga Blake. Um, I think he's a better athlete than he is footballer, with all due respect to Wonga, because he is an incredible athlete. I remember talking to Roger Fabry uh, at the start of last year, and he sort of said to me, mate, the fastest guy in the comp is Wonga Blake. He's got, or, or he said, the best technique in the game is Wonga Blake. So, an incredible athlete. Roger Fabry obviously knows a thing or two about sprinters and uh, running mechanisms, and mate, he said to me, Wonga Blake's 
the best. So really interesting take there. And this is a guy that's worked with Hainsey, you know, all, all these unbelievable freak athletes. So a really interesting take there. Knock on wood. Uh, but do you think Josh Morris will retire this year? Yeah, I think Josh Morris might, mate. Um, I was talking to mates about this the other night. It seems like he has slowed down a little bit. From what I've heard as well, uh, what's happened to Brett has really knocked him about too, which as you can imagine, they've grown up together. They've been with each other the entire time. Uh, to see him go through what Brett's going through, to also probably see Brett transitioning into retirement, uh, I think it would have an effect on him as well. So, yeah, I probably do think this will be close to Josh Morris's last year, unfortunately, mate. Blake Taft, next superstar. Yeah, I think Blake Taft will be something special, guys. Uh, another guy that was going to make his debut today, that'll be pushed back a few days, is Davey Mowali. We posted about him on Instagram the other day. Keep an eye on this kid. He's going to be Payne Haas. Like, I don't know if he's going to be as good as Payne Haas, but he's got that sort of ability. I've seen him play uh, first 15 at Waverley College Rugby Union. He was unreal there. I saw him play SG Ball. That was gun. Haven't got to see him play New South Wales Cup, but from the highlights I've seen and the stats I've looked at, Looked like he definitely handed himself there. Why would Storm start Hines if he's not part of their future? They're in the premierships business, mate. Uh, he's a guy that can win a comp for you. Yeah, he's got all the ability in the world. Um, if you're not going to start Hines, you need to have someone better than him to come in. I don't think they do, to be honest with you. So Nico Hines will definitely be part of their system. Better fullback, 05 Mini or 17 Slater? Really good question there, Kyle. Unreal. I think people forget how good 05 Mini was. Golden boot winner. He was unbelievable. Uh, Joey came back in that 05 Origin Series, really dominant. But if you watch that series again, mate, Anthony Minicello fucking brained it. He was an unbelievable fullback back then. Didn't exactly have the uh, skill set that Billy Slater did. So I'd probably go with Billy. But Mini, back in his day, didn't really have to have that same skill set that Slater had, but as a complete footballer, I think it has to be Billy Slater, to be honest with you, mate. Great question. That's unreal. You're on fire today, brother. Hines played a similar role to Cody Walker in Origin last year off the bench. Yeah, I agree, mate. And he, he was doing that last year as well, sort of at the back end. They just didn't use him in the grand final. Uh, what do you do in the off-season? Any of doing this couple of weeks? Um... Sorry, mate, I don't understand your question. We'll just have same normal content during the off-season. Uh, we do the same thing once again. Guru's ideal date. Well, it's a big one. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you a story. Uh, my current girlfriend, uh, we four or five years ago, we went on our first date. She's a huge South Sydney fan. Uh, so we went out for our first date to the footy because she wanted to watch South. She didn't want to miss it. I was like, fucking beautiful. Sweet, we got out there. And I was trying to hide that I'm a complete and utter fucking degenerate. So I didn't have any bets or anything during the game. And I was, I was just joking with her, making small talk. And I was predicting who was going to score the next try. I hit six in a row. It would have been about 10 grand if I was punting that night. So I've always reminded her of that. That one's hurt her. But that was pretty cool. Go on the footy, yeah. Hopefully my last first date, which would be sensational. Yeah. You think this COVID crap is going to ruin the game? Uh, no, I don't think it will, mate. I think we'll come out the other side. I think we'll be all right. Thankfully, we've got a complete nut of cowboy in Vlandy's in charge, and I'm sure he'll make the right moves that we need to. If you could pick one center out of ET and the Pearl, who's your pick? Uh, if it's just an out-and-out center, I'd probably go Pearl, to be honest with you. Uh, but if I'm picking a footballer, I'd go ET. Uh, we actually dropped a podcast on this during the week. Should go and have a listen, brother. Really good one. Would Wonga Blake be good on the wing? Yeah, potentially, mate. I think he'd be a better winger than what he is center. Um, Josh Morris never won a premiership. Yeah, it's fucking grim, isn't it, Jacob? Um, sort of fits into that Andrew Eddinghausen category. A guy that definitely deserved to win a premiership, uh, but probably won't now, unfortunately. And coming coming through the grades at the Dogs. Uh, mate, to be honest with you, I don't know his name, but there was a centre that I watched at the start of this year. He, he he played Harold Matz last year. He was meant to play Harold Matz this year, and then he went up to SG Ball. I, I posted from round one of the SG Ball against the Roosters at Belmore Oval. He set up an unbelievable try. I posted uh, highlights of it on my Instagram page somewhere. You guys will probably know the name of this kid. I reckon he's going to be a star. He's got real potential moving forward. Is Murray South's next captain? Mate, I reckon Murray could be South's next captain. He he could be the Blues' next captain. And he's probably second or third to being the Kangaroos' captain in a few years. So keep an eye on Cam Murray. I think he's unreal. Is Milford going to find his mojo at the Rabbitohs? I hope so, mate. Even if they don't, uh, even if he doesn't, if they can get to 70% of Milf, well worth it. One of the best players in our game when he's on. Uh, I think people forget. I say it all the time. He was three seconds away from being a premiership winner and a Clive Churchill medalist a couple of years ago. So Milf, he's definitely got something to offer, no doubt about it. What are your thoughts on the blowouts we've seen this year? New rules or bad management from clubs? Bad management from clubs, 100%. New rules have come in. You remember last year, everyone said how great it was. We love the new rules. It's awesome. It's great. Then we had an off-season. And you know what the best coaches did? They watched tape all season. They watched the way that referees referee. They watched the way the game is played. And they worked at how to take advantage of it. Shock me. 
the two best teams by a country mile were the two teams that are in the grand final last year, yeah? The two best teams. It's no coincidence. Don't try and blame Vlandis for this shit. It's a fantastic game. The way it's played is unreal. The bottom coaches just need to catch up. And in a year or so, they will catch up. But by that point... The Melbourne Storm, the Penrith Panthers, the Sydney Roosters, they would have worked out the next way to take advantage of the way that they were playing a year ago, which is what the teams will be playing like in a year. So it'll just keep going the way it is. Coaching matters. Uh, would Joey Mano be a superstar similar to Munster and Luchella if he played Origin? Yeah, I was actually talking to Isaac John about this the other day, just how hard it is for some of these Kiwis fellas and Poms and guys that are all-time greats, but because they don't play Origin, they don't have that opportunity to elevate themselves in the next level. It becomes really, really difficult for them. Uh, what are you drinking? Do you have any stubby holders I can buy? Uh, just having a Jim Beam, guys. Obviously got the Guru Podcast stubby holders. They came out in the last one as well. They're all sold out now. We might get some more in the future. We'll see how we go. Uh, but, yeah, pretty cool to have my own stubby holder. I back that. Uh, what have we got? Best shimmy whoosh, Gaznia or Willie Tonga? Probably Gaz, to be honest with you, mate. Willie Tonga was unreal at his peak as well. I used to love Willie Tonga in 04 when he just had that battle with Hodges. I remember the night that Hodges dyed his hair pink and Tonga absolutely gave it to him. An unreal uh, rivalry there. Paul Alamotti, that's his name. It's who you're talking about, I think. Signed until the end of 2023. He's only 18. Yes, the doghouse.1935. I thought you would know him. Paul, mate, he looks like he is an unreal footballer. So keep an eye on him over the next few years. Do the dogs still need a hooker? I think they do. Uh, I think they definitely do moving forward. Yep. Selwyn Cobbo, fullback for Broncos. Thoughts look like he's got a great running game. Yeah, sort of fades in and out of games, though, for me, Selwyn. I think that you give him a few more years on the wing. I haven't seen him play fullback, but I still think if he is going to play fullback, he's a few years away from it, realistically. Uh, They bullshit. Fuck you. Okay. Good on you, champ. Um, Let's dive into another pack of footy cards, guys. Now, these ones, special one for you. 1996 these footy cards are from, so pretty rare. They're now 25-odd years. So we'll dive into this pack, see who we get. Really hard to open these ones, too. Dive into these ones from 1996, see how we go. Best hit-up of all time, O'Mealy or Bryce Gibbs? O'Mealy on Bryce Gibbs. Yeah, mate, that was an unreal one. How how good is this card? Phil Blake. Who remembers Phil Blake? South Sydney, great. New Zealand Warriors, that's an unreal card for Phil Blake. A game-breaker card there. Speaking of retro stars... Stevie Renolph. We just spoke about him there. The Pearl champion player, Steve Renolph. Fuller from the Western Reds. Western Reds, obviously a club that doesn't exist. Some of our younger uh, people on the Instagram live might not even remember the Reds. Really weird phase in rugby league there. Gavin Hill, Auckland Warriors, that old school jersey. They've sort of brought it back over the last few years, which has been really exciting. Mad jersey there. Any guys you have memories of here, guys, drop them in. Freshman Danny O'Keefe from the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Old school one there from 1996. Sensational card. Who's our next card? Darren Britt. Canterbury Bulldogs. Great player as well, Darren Britt. A couple of origin games there. And, of course, we've got Steve Carter, Penrith Panthers. Uh, really underrated guy, Steve Carter. Was 5'8 for a number of years at the Penrith player. A sensational player. Uh, some 1996 cards there, guys. Pretty cool to have a look back at those. Probably the two standouts for me, of course. Phil Blake. How good was Phil Blake? King of the chip over the top, Phil Blake. And then, of course, the Pearl, Stevie Renoff. Great card there from 1996. You should interview Lee Odenrein. Mate, I would love to. We actually had Martin Fire on at the end of last year. He spoke a lot about Lee Odenrein. He's still stinging about that race just quietly. Uh, for those who don't know your rugby league history, Martin Fire and Lee Odenrein had a par- had a race at Parramatta um, Oval one day. at um, I don't know what year it was, but... Lee Odenrieden actually beat him. And Martin O'Fire was considered the fastest athlete in the world. You should look it up. It's unreal. We've got our podcast with him as well. If you type in Martin O'Fire, Rugby League Guru, into your podcast apps, you'll find that. A really good interview with a guy that is just shitting confidence. Brad Fittler is the best Rugby League sidestep of all time. Do you agree? I probably would, mate. I think it's a different sidestep to the guys you see now. And if you, if you show... You know, kids now, the old side set that Freddie had, I mean, it, they, they, they wouldn't even appreciate how great it was because of things that Roger Tuovasa-Shek and these guys are doing now. But Freddie at his time and the way that that side step was beating people was like no one else. It was unreal. What have we got? Do you remember Ben Jones from the Raiders? Was he any good? Uh, if it's the Ben Jones you're talking about, mate, he came through in the eastern suburbs. I, the 
Was it the red-headed fellow, Ben Jones, mate? If so, he was a freak. Uh, he came through uh, at Matto Sports. He was actually the 5'8 with Adam Reynolds as his halfback. I remember watching him when he was younger. An unreal talent. Came through the Rooster system. I think he might have gone up to the Cowboys for a little while. I'm not sure where he ended up, Benny Jones. I actually saw him about 18 months ago. I was on a train coming home from Origin. He was off his head on there. Uh, but Ben Jones, if it's a guy I'm thinking of, mate, which let me know in the comments if it was. He was an unreal footballer. One of the great redheads that never quite kicked on. Does Freddie deserve another crack at NRL coach? I don't know if he would do well. I don't think Freddie wants to, to be honest with you, mate. I think he's too smart to do that. Origin is where Freddie should be, I think. Who could use Connor Watson the most if he leaves Newcastle? I don't think there's any team in this competition that wouldn't be better for having Connor Watson, mate. Uh, he's one of the most versatile guys in our game. He'd be sensational as a 14 for any team. So, yeah, there's not many teams that don't need Connor Watson, to be honest with you. Do you think the Broncos make the eight next year? Possibly. I'll probably doubt it, though, mate. I think they just fall short still. Freddie, Lockie, Joey, Goats. Yeah, all three Goats, mate. Um, I think Freddie's the most complete footballer I've ever seen. Um, I think Joey's right up there with the very best of them, probably right next to Cameron Smith. And Lockie, uh, he was the best player uh, in two positions. He ended up at Newtown, Ben Jones. Yes, he did play at the Jets and the Blue Bags for a while there as well, Ben Jones. Obviously under the Rooster system. Unreal player, Benny Jones. Really, really talented. Could just do it all. As I said, I remember watching him when he was 16, 17, 18. Him and Adam Reynolds were the halves for uh, Matto Sports when that Arrival Live Cup was really big. So sensational player, Benny Jones. Too bad he didn't kick on. Carl Webb or Greg Bird as an enforcer. Two of the great enforcers of State of Origin. Um, I'd probably go Greg Bird, to be honest with you, mate. I think he was an unreal player. Uh, What else we got, guys? Send your questions. We might open another pack of footy cards whilst we got a bit of time. These ones are from 2012. Adrian Lamb or Andrew Walker? Andrew Walker, I would go, mate. I think he is unreal, Andrew Walker. He was such a good player. People underestimate how talented Andrew Walker was, a freakish footballer. Guys, let's have a look at some 2012 footy cards here. Our first one, Philly Philly Moy Moy from the Parramatta Eels, another unreal player. He was sensational back in his day. Jenko, Michael Jennings as a young fella at the Parramatta Eels. The year after, he would join the Sydney Roosters and they'd win that comp and he would score that unbelievable try in the grand final. One of the Dragons greats, Benny Cray. St. George of the Warrior Dragons there. Captain, a leader for a long time. Premiership winner in 2010 as well. Okay, South Sydney Rabbitohs, the team card. They're pretty boring. Rookie standouts, Ryan Morgan. I actually got a follow from this guy on uh, Instagram the other day. We followed him back. He's doing some good things. Got his own podcast. If you remember Ryan Morgan, go and have a look at him. He's doing really good things there. Uh, Now, these ones are a sticker card, so it's a peel and reveal. I I don't know why they used to do these, but they used to have, like, for example, Dane Nelson on the back, Manly Seagulls uh, on the back there, and then you used to be able to peel these off, I think. You peel them off, and then you get a new card. So you peel off that one, and it left you with a gold. Glenn Stewart, for example, there. Bit of a weird way to go about cards there. Never really got it. Albert Kelly, Cronulla Sharks is a young buck. He's obviously playing for the Brisbane Broncos now, doing really good things. Also played at the Gold Coast Titans for a while there. Bodine Thompson. Tell you a story about Bodine Thompson. I was once coming home from the Gold Coast and he, he was coming back to Sydney and I sat next to him for an hour and a half before he'd played first grade. We spoke for ages about footy and everything. For, by some form of miracle, I never managed to ask what he does for work. He didn't mention it, of course, because he's such a good fella. Uh, and then a few weeks later, I saw him make his first grade debut. Pretty weird. Anthony Watmo, Chuck Watmo there. He's the last card from that 2012 pack. Sensational player, Anthony Watmo. Let's dive back into some questions, guys. How do you think the NRL can get the lower grades more exposure or TV, podcast, websites. Yeah, I think storytelling, mate, is how you go about that. Uh, I think you can sell those narratives uh, more and try and televise more games. KO is a great way to go about it. Even Facebook Lives. I mean, they do the Harold Matthews... um, they do one game a week of Harold Matz and all that. I mean, they should be doing a few of those, yeah, to just help to grow the game so much more, in my opinion. Benji and Prince, 05. Shisty and Asta, 04. Cronk and Inglis, 06. Or Kieran Pierce and Carney, 2010. Mate, Benji and Prince was unreal. All those were so good. Um, I would probably go... Um, Benji and Prince, I think I would go, mate. They're an unreal combo. Benji was great that year, but Scott Prince, he was unbelievable that season. He played so well and did so much for that West Tigers side. Clive Churchill medalist, captain of that club as well. And they just played an entertaining brand, Scott Prince. Uh, I think that they were a great combination, one that I absolutely love to talk about. Uh, controversial, Mitchell Pierce would have had a better career at six. I'll give you even more controversy. Mitchell Pierce would have had a better career in the 13, in my opinion. Um, 
Always been a big body that can handle himself really well. Defensively, he's great. Uh, I think we're in the 13 like his old man is the jersey I always thought he should have been in. But over the last few years, as a 7, he has improved out of sight. But I think his career would have been better as a 6 than a 7 once again, uh, as you said. But 13 would have been the spot for me. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Is Jack Hetherington up to first grade yet? Yeah, well and truly, mate. Uh, he's got some deficiencies in his game, but he's well and truly up for first grade, Jack Hetherington. Nathan Gardner or Jared Summit? Jeez, you're coming out with the goods here, Kyle. Uh, Jared Summit, I thought, was unbelievable. I can't believe his career didn't kick on. Uh, he was on one of my mate's podcasts the other day, uh, uh, Tricky Trindle, uh, his young bloke, uh, Jordan Trindle. He runs the Trickster Barista podcast, and they had Jared Summit on the other day to talk about his career. Haven't got around to listen to myself, but really looking forward to it. Should go and have listen to it too thanks for all the great work you do thanks mate appreciate that as always what off contract forward do you reckon would be a good fit for the eels i don't have a list of off contract guys in front of me sorry mate um if i had a list i'd go through it maybe we can do that on the podcast this week oh nine oh nine hayen or 21 travoyevich uh 21 travoyevich for me mate i think he's doing unbelievable things uh people say that you know, he has to go to a grand final and emulate what Hayne did. I don't think he does. I think he just played one of the most dominant origin series we've ever seen. That counts a lot for me. Apparently, Brent Reed just revealed dogs are front runners for cheese signature. Any truth? To, uh, fuck, I mean, with all due respect to Canterbury, mate, they're front runners for every single person because they're offering the most money at the moment, yeah, because they are a little bit desperate. They're trying to beat other teams that don't have to pay as much. So they probably are front runners for the vast majority of things. And um, it's a good little ploy for managers to obviously put that out to media to try and lift the price elsewhere. So I wouldn't be looking too far into it. Hopefully it's right, though. I think you'd be unreal for Canterbury. Benji and Prince, Keeper Park boys, go the Gold Coast. Yeah, Benji and Prince, both Keeper. I, I know Benji was. I assume Scott Prince was, if you know, mate. Uh, but, yeah, two unreal footballers. Uh, who is the most underrated player right now? Most underrated player right now. I still think uh, like a, a lot of the guys I mentioned have sort of come out of being underrated. Like Corey Thompson's always been a really underrated one for me. Um, I think Victor Radley's still underrated, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, underrated guys in the NRL. Just trying to think out loud. I think Connor Tracy's incredibly underrated. So I think he's a really good footballer. Another one of the Sharks is Tyg Wilton. Um, I think he's been unreal the last you know few months. I think he's a really good footballer. Uh, hard one to do off the, on the spot, to be honest with you, mate. But so many underrated guys in rugby league. Uh, ben Pomeroy or Bo Champion? Uh, I'll go Bo Champion, that one, mate. Would you rather Stags at centre or 5'8"? I'd love to see him get a shot at 5'8", mate. I don't know how successful it would be, but it's something that I would love to see. Um, Katoni Stags play fight. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Um, but, yeah, I'd love to see it. Um, any good podcast to listen to other than yours? Uh, yeah, mate, I listen to Bloke in a Bar, I listen to YKTR. Uh, I listen to a couple of like NFL podcasts with uh, coaches and whatnot as well. But uh, I spend so much time making my own podcast, to be honest with you. I don't really listen to a heap. Uh, the Weekly Rubdown, I listen to for draft content. Supercoach Whisperer, I listen to for classic content. Um, so, yeah, you're a legend, people's voice. Thanks, mate. Appreciate that, brother. Do you see any future for you in any sort of coaching in the NRL? No, not a hope in hell, mate. Uh, this is where I belong. I coach my own footy team. I've got an under-16 side in Sydney, uh, which I really enjoy, but it's a lot of work, and I can only imagine... Uh, coaching in NRL, it'll probably take the fun out of rugby league, to be honest with you. So much stress. Jack Williams from the Sharks is underrated. Yeah, Jack Williams, mate, it depends on the day. Sometimes he's got cans for hands, Jack Williams, but when he's on, he's a really solid footballer. Uh, who's the best recruitment manager and at which club? Uh, for me, I'd probably say Peter O'Sullivan, mate. I think he's been the best for a very long time. He's been an unreal guy, Peter O'Sullivan. We had him on the podcast too. I got a lot of time and a lot of respect for P Peter O'Sullivan. He's a great fella. Underrated Scott Sorensen. Yeah, I'd back that. Scotty Sorensen, mate. I can't believe the Cronulla Sharks let him go. A couple of years ago, he's arrived at the Penrith Panthers. He's done really good things. I think he re-signed for a year or two again this week. So well done for Scotty Sorensen. 
What do you think of Fafita off the bench? More effective or is he too good to keep off the field? Nah, mate. I don't think uh, that being on the bench is a negative anymore. It's just the way the game is played. If that's what you have to do to get the best out of Fafita, that's what you have to do. They're paying him too much to only get him in little bursts. He needs to be wanting the ball you know, eight, nine, ten times a half. Yeah, he needs to be screaming for the ball constantly. If putting him on the bench and embarrassing him a little bit maybe gets the very best out of him, that's what you got to do because they need more out of David Fafita and they need it more consistently. And I'm not trying to knock David Fafita. He's an unreal footballer. He's so fucking good. But we need to see more of it, yeah. He needs to... He needs to turn that corner and understand how good he is and understand that he can impact a game whenever he wants and he needs to want the ball, yeah? The time for David Fafita to allow his halves to bring him into the game is over. He needs to bring himself into the game. That's what I'd love to see from Fafita, mate. Uh, favorite Olympic event guru. I like the swimming, mate. I haven't watched a heap of it. Rugby sevens are probably my favorite, but fuck, there's some weird ones around at the moment. What about the indoor rock climbing? It's like an international nine-year-old's birthday party. It's ridiculous. Uh, would you like to see more Pacific Island countries involved in the NRL, Papua New Guinea, Fiji? Yeah, I think it'd be great to bring... Like, I, I know that Papua New Guinea's got a team in the uh, Queensland Cup, which is unreal. They've done really well up there. I think a Fiji team in New South Wales Cup would be unreal. There's a lot of logistics to it, and it's probably uh, harder than ever to do that right now with COVID and everything, but I think it'd be a really good move. Could you believe Penasini didn't stay in the NRL the week after troubling Croker? Uh, yeah, mate, I can understand Penasini. You don't want to keep him in there full-time. I'm, I'm the biggest fan in the world of him, but you bring him in, you give him some experience, you bring him back out. Uh, you got to remember, the guy that he replaced, Tom Obichick, has been really good this year. He obviously had um, terrible stuff happen in his family the other day. His brother was killed in a hit-and-run, I believe. So uh, Obichick just took the opportunity to have a few weeks off. Uh, Penasini's a really good footballer, mate. Um, and I mean, troubling Jared Croker right now, with all due respect to Jared Croker, um, it's not what it was two or three years ago, realistically. But I'm a huge fan of him. Who will finish seventh and eighth, in your opinion? Seventh will be the Canberra Raiders for me. Eighth will be the Titans, the Sharks, the Knights. I've got no idea who it'll be. Whoever it is, uh, I don't think they'll go too far in the finals. I think they'll play Manly or the Roosters week one, and I think they'll be Red Rover in the first week. Dane Laurie or Xavier Savage? Dane Laurie for me, mate. Uh, Xavier Savage, we've seen really good highlights recently, but I've seen Dane Laurie now play 20 weeks of first grade and handle himself incredibly well. Terrible to see him injured last night, but Dane Laurie for me would be my pick there. Uh, Dale is going to be great at the Sharks for leadership on and off the field. Yeah, for sure, mate. Dale Finucane is an unreal leader. I think it's a really good signing by the Cronulla Sharks. I think that they've got a really interesting team leading into next year. They're lacking a seven they don't have a ball playing 13 either. So it's going to be very interesting to see how it works. I dropped a couple of podcasts talking about this week. This week. So go and have a listen to those. Uh, a really good chat there. Keep up with you, gun defender. I was referring to dropping Blake for him. Oh, yeah, that's a fair shout. Um, yeah, it's tough. I don't know. You are a level individual. What makes you? What makes the guru nervous? Ah, oh, heap of things, mate. Um, heap of things. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking <laughs> weird question to ask, brother. But um, no, nah, not not as confident as what it might seem. Um, Trent Liera, underrated. Yeah, I, I don't know how to say his last name, to be honest with you, mate. But yeah, he's been really impressive this year. Do you think Reynolds and Walker should have been the hardest and you should have lost in game three? No, I said this all along. I would have gone with Moses. I probably wouldn't have gone with Whiten. I probably would have gone with Moses and maybe Walker or someone like that. But I would have gone with Moses in game three. I know a lot of people have bagged it and whatever, but... I think it was a really good opportunity to give Moses a chance at Origin to see how he went. Um, I thought he played well. People still bagged him. Um, he broke his back, and he still played well. So I think it says a lot about Mitch Moses. They didn't win, but I don't think you could possibly blame that on Mitch Moses. Uh, I know people want to blame Mitch Moses for anything. I think I said in my post, you could save a kid from getting hit by a bus, and people would say the kid's fucking shushu got messed up. But um, I like Mitch Moses, mate. I don't think he's in that top tier of halves in rugby league. But, I mean... That's the biggest negative you can say about a halfback. Fuck, it's not doing that bad, is it? You know, um, how do you think Ponga and Pierce? How do you think Ponga and Best will go without Pierce? I still think uh, Newcastle will struggle. Jesse, welcome, mate. By the way, um, yeah, without Pierce, they're just a different outfit. Do you remember Russell Richardson from the Sharks night run 90 meters against the Knights only to drop the ball over the line? I've seen highlights of it, mate. I don't really remember much of Russell Richardson, to be honest with you, but I have seen uh, that clip. Hey, mate, do you think Cronulla will chase after Brooks or trust Trinidad and Tracy to make their half spot? Uh, I, th I think they get a really good opportunity over the next month or so to see what Trindle and Tracy are able to do. I'm telling you right now, Tracy... Once he gets into the halves, he's going to surprise a lot of you. Uh, he's a very good footballer, Connor Tracy. I remember watching him a couple of years ago. People on the podcast have heard this story a few times, so I won't go into too much detail. But I saw him at 
South Sydney training a few years ago. Adam Reynolds wasn't there that day, and he was training in the seven, and he was unreal. Um, and then we've seen him now find a lot of confidence at the Cronulla Sharks. He's had one of the worst injury runs you could ever hear of. I think he's done three ACLs in the last four years. So um, I think Connor Tracy, if you can get him into the seven, it could be anything. Uh, he's got he's got a really skilled little footballer, Connor Tracy. Love to see him get a chance. Jack Stevens, hey mate, do you think Cronulla will chase after Brooks? Yeah, sorry, I just answered that one, didn't I? Yeah, I, I think it'll be worth going after Brooks, mate. I think if I'm the Canberra Raiders, the Cronulla Sharks, I'm definitely looking at him, no doubt about it. What's the guru's coaching philosophy in one sentence? Elbows and knees, mate. Elbows and knees. Quick play the balls, get momentum. Apparently, Cardi was dropped for disciplinary reasons. Uh, not sure, to be honest with you, mate. Uh, I haven't heard that, so you might be right. Uh, I don't know. Do you think Melbourne Storm will go all the way? Yes, I do. Uh, Titans to get into the eight potentially, mate. Um, yeah, oh, I don't. I can't get a read on the Titans, mate. I've got no idea. I think off the top of my head, they've got a pretty good draw running home, so quite possibly. Uh, Rugby League Digest is an in-depth podcast about the Super League War. Highly recommend. It's forty plus hours of content that reference newspaper articles, biographies. I like the sound of that. Rugby League Digest, it's called. I'm going to write that down because I want to have a look at that. Rugby League Digest. Cool, guys. Uh, as suggested there, uh, Rugby League Digest, a lot of content on Super League, which I'm really keen to hear about. So I'll have a look at that. What do you think of Fox Sports coverage for the NRL and magazine shows? Uh, hit and miss. Still a lot of negative sort of stuff going on. Um, same sort of personalities always giving their opinions. So uh, I, think, I think now, I know for myself, you know, I definitely go to... You know, NRL Roast, YKTR, Bloke in a Bar, these sort of guys to get my content. And I think you guys are probably similar come to, you know, whether it's me or whether it's Denon or whether it's Ice or, you know, Dino at the NRLs, whoever it might be. I think that it's sort of starting to change a little bit, which is really exciting. Who do you think is the best player that was eligible but never put on an Origin jersey? Best player that never played Origin. Uh, I think Brent Sherwin would be right up there, mate. He was very unlucky to never play Origin. Matty Orford's another one that's very unlucky. Fuck, Victor Radley still hasn't played Origin. Um, I think he will eventually, but I'd probably go for Matty Orford um, or I would go for Brent Sherwin, mate, two champion players. Uh, and another one that never played Origin that always surprised me is Ryan Cross. He was always a sensational player for the Roosters. Really good little center. Uh, I'm sure there'd be a couple of fullbacks over the last few years. There's a heap of hookers as well uh, that wouldn't have played State of Origin simply because they were sitting behind, you know, Cameron Smith and these sort of guys. But, um, yeah, tough when guys don't play Origin footy simply because they're behind someone else. I call it the Stuart McGill effect. Uh, obviously, was behind Shane Warner's entire career. He was probably the second best spinner in the world, but he was behind the best spinner of all time. So Stuart McGill syndrome, I call it. It's huge storm. It's huge storm's most crucial player. They seem to have a superstar replacement for every other position. Yeah, I still think without Hughes, mate, they could replace him and they'd be okay. Um, but yeah, it's hard to say. I sort of said the other day that. You know, Manly, if you take out Tom Travojevic, they're screwed. Parramatta, you take out Mitch Moses, they're screwed. South Sydney, you take out Adam Reynolds, they're screwed. Um, Melbourne, I, I didn't think they had that guy. They took out Cameron Munster against the Cowboys, and they struggled a lot more than I thought. So maybe Cam Munster is that guy, which is crazy to think. He hasn't even played anywhere near his best footy this year, so unreal to think about. Do you think Manu will be the closest thing to Turbo if he becomes a full-time fullback? Uh, probably not, mate. I think you've got to remember with Manu, and I think this is something that people always forget, that at the moment when he plays fullback, he's unreal. He brains it. He kills it. He's so unpredictable. But that's the beauty of it. Coaches don't have tape on him. Uh, he's really hard to get ready for. I, after you play fullback for an entire year, it takes a lot of wear and tear on your body. Coaches get to see you play. They start to work out how to get the better of you. A lot goes into playing fullback for an entire season over little games here and there, which Joey Manu's done so far. Gamble remind you of Josh Reynolds. Yes, he does, and I love Josh Reynolds, and I also love Tyson Gamble, mate. Uh, what else have we got? What was Thurston's best quality? Um, I think Thurston's best quality, mate, was his kicking game and his vision. Uh, his kicking game was unbelievable. I still think that if you said to me, you need to force a dropout from beyond 20 metres, who are you going to give it to? It is Thurston every day of the week. I think he's the best to ever do it in our game as far as that. Not short kicking game, not long kicking game, but that mid-range kicking game, Thurston was the absolute best of that. A freak. And his vision, some of the passes he used to throw was just fucking unreal. Curtis Scott to Tigers opinion apparently not happening mate so uh, yeah I don't think you'll see that happening um, you reckon Eels will position with Nat Roach no I don't mate I think you'll see Nathaniel Roach probably leave the Eels over the next few years which is terrible mate Nathaniel Roach has got so much ability it's not even funny and he's so suited to the modern game but his body just keeps letting him down it's going to be one of those guys that not many people are going to remember because he didn't play enough first grade for people to realise how good he was but if you have someone that has got 
you know, your ear to the floor and you watch a lot of, like, cup footy and all that, you'll understand how good Nathaniel Roach is. His body just keeps letting him down. Lockyer, the best clutch player. Yeah, mate, I think that's a fair shout. I mean, there's a number of guys you put, could put into that conversation, Braden, but Lockyer has to be right up there. I mean, you think about... You know, the field goals, you think about the 06 origin, some of the plays he came up with. There's that try that he sets up for Denham Kemp against the Parramatta Eels with a perfect chip kick. There's so many moments in Lockyer's career where he stands up and delivers a clutch moment. So, yeah, I think that if he's not the best clutch player up there, he'd have to be second or third, mate. Manu to the Warriors. Yeah, we've spoken about this, guys. I think it'll be a really good sign. I think the more Kiwis over at the Warriors, the better. Uh, it's just going to be tough to get him away from the Roosters. You're going to have to pay a pretty dollar there for a guy that you haven't seen fullback for an entire season. Uh, it's a bit of a gamble for me, but no doubt one of the most talented guys in our game. Legends, I'm going to love you. I'm going to leave you there. Just put bourbon everywhere. I'm going to love you and leave you there, guys. Uh, thanks for joining the live. About an hour or so there. I've recorded this all on the Rugby League Guru podcast, so you can watch it. I'm going to put that up tonight for you guys. So we'll have our best of podcast, all the best things from the week uh, that we'll put up tomorrow morning. If you're not listening to the podcast already, guys, make sure you jump on and have a look at it. If you want to go to my Instagram page, there's a link in the bio there to have a listen. Make sure you get around at Legends. Cheers for your support once again. Really appreciate you all jumping on here. If you're in lockdown or anything, take care of yourself. If you've got mates that are in ISO or anything, Send them a message. Go check up on them. Jesse, Andrew, thank you, boys. I'll see you soon, guys. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.